Welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's porch over 50 years ago while his kids are running around. The front porch is a strange place to start a business. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. Smart woman. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. We have a free energy CE class coming up on Wednesday, June the 29th at 10 o'clock. We're going to be simplifying energy risks. There's a lot of confusion here, but everybody needs to learn now. We're going to go through coverages. We're also going to talk about fact gathering as you're working with prospects. Make sure you register at Toscano.com forward slash CE. On today's episode, we're talking with Vice President of Brokerage, Linda Bobro, and we're going to talk about energy risks. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Hey, Linda. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm very excited to talk with you. So we're having an energy talk today, folks. And this seems to be an area where a lot of agents and producers get, they almost freeze because it's not something they're used to. It's something we're all going to be seeing more come across our desks. So now is the time to become educated. And Linda, you're the perfect person to educate us about energy risks. So why don't you share a little bit about what's going on in your professional life these days before we get started? Um, so I just got uh, voted in as the vice president of the Pennsylvania Surplus Lines Association. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yes, that's a huge deal. Congratulations. I'm real excited because, you know, surplus lines law is pretty important, mm-hmm. especially in our area of business. Definitely. So tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are before, you know, obviously this great thing you're working on now. So tell us a little bit about your career path. So I started in insurance uh, right out of school um, at, at, you know, a competing wholesaler. Um, I was there for a really long time. And then I left, went to another wholesaler. I was um, managing director and vice president. And then the opportunity came at Toscano to um, start up a brokerage division, which is very exciting for me because it's what I've done my whole career. Yeah. Um, So that's awesome. Very good. And, you know, you focus on all different types of brokerage business. You know, Toscano has been doing this, but we're having a little bit more of a focus on those even more difficult to place accounts. And that's, that's where you really come in with your relationships that you've established. I won't say how many years, but many years. Um, (laughs) Did you notice? I didn't say how many years. (laughs) I did notice and it's okay. It's all right. But you know, that is, that is what makes this type of business. It's those relationships, you know, yes, there's knowledge about the products and, you know, the way um, everything's going to work, but that relationship piece, this is a relationship business. That's what we're in. We're in the business of relationships. Um, And you really bring that to the table. So with energy accounts, this is a very broad, broad topic, broad topic. So can you break that down a little bit? When we say energy risks, can you explain a little bit more what that is? Sure. Um, Any um, buddy involved in the oil and gas industry, Mm -hmm. in the mining industry, Um, in the um, green energy, you know, Mm -hmm. solar panels, wind, um, any of those, but mainly it's oil and gas and mining. 
Okay. Um, some of the other ones are, are a little bit more difficult to place and the, and the markets aren't so, there's not a whole lot of them. Yeah. And I will say 10 years ago, this was not something that most people were seeing come across their desk. No. Really not. Now I say, put your seatbelt on, because if you don't take the time to educate yourself about this piece in the industry, you are missing a big opportunity to place accounts. Well, and they are, um, the oil and gas industry is the largest sector in the world, um, revenue wise. So um, it, it grows every year. I think for the past, I don't know, five years, it's probably grown 12 to 13%. Crazy. So yeah, it is crazy. It is crazy. My goodness. So tell me some of the things that you have seen. What are some of the types of accounts that you see regularly for this type of business? So regularly would be the pipeline contractors, you know, the guys that are digging up and installing the pipeline. Um, we see a lot of roustabouts. Now, roustabouts are anybody that, it, you know, goes onto the site of oil and gas, like um, they're not really doing the work, but maybe they're delivering or they're hauling stuff off. They're called roustabouts. They're contractors. Okay. Um, we also see... Trying to think, I have a lot of them sitting on my desk right now. Um, the drilling contractors. Okay. Um, working on a, a fairly sizable one. Um, in, in Western Pennsylvania, most of the oil and gas is upstream. And what upstream means is that um, they're producing or they're exploring um, like crude oil. Okay. Um, and so that's in Western Pennsylvania, but my markets could do upstream, um, midstream, which is just the transportation and storage, or the downstream, which is the process they apply um, to the oil and gas after it's been taken out of the ground. Awesome. So. It's good things. You know, I'm learning things. I'm in the middle of writing this <laughs> CE class and I'm like, I need to be taking notes. <laughs> So as you're working with these clients, what lines of business can you place for these types of risks? So we do have markets that will do, um, they call them the package, which is the GL, the pollution, the excess. If it fits, we can do the auto and workers comp. Um, cannot do a monoline auto. It has to be written in conjunction with the GL or the GL and workers comp. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, what are some things to tell folks to look out for, for these types of risk? What are some red flags? Like what is it, something you can give some tips on for this? Cause it's a hard to write type of risk to begin with, but what is something you see that you're like, oh yeah, we definitely can't help these people. Like anything that you can wow. share. Um, I haven't come across that, believe it or not. Listen to you. Yeah, so yeah, you can do it all. Great. That. Well, no, but it is maybe because I haven't been asked. Um, yeah, I don't know. Are there regulations, special regulations or licenses or things like that, that you need to have for these types of risks? No, no, man, no, this is no. great. You know how That's easy what I was going to say. I was going to say, yeah, no, um, I'm sure somebody's going to send something in and I'm going to say, oops, sorry, I can't help you. Um, but yeah, right now I'm okay. I like yeah. that answer. I'm all right with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not liking it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it, sometimes it could be cost prohibitive. Um, yes. That, that would be, you know, something that, that comes up. But I have not run into that. Um, I'm sure, like I said, I, I will be. 
soon yeah. now because I said something. Because now you said it out loud, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the exploration that that's a it's a difficult class. We do have carriers who will look at it. I mean, mm-hmm. each you know risk is uh, on its own merit. You know, depending on what they do, what their loss history is, how big they are, how small they are. Um, you know, they do have to have experience. I mean, if it's their own company, just as long as they had experience in the oil and gas work, I mean, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What about um, when agents are talking with prospects and, you know, doing their gathering of information? And, you know, I talk about this with every line of business, but for this specifically, what are some things that tips you can share with agents as they're having these preliminary type conversations, not necessarily completing an app, but that preliminary type of conversation, what tips would you have to share with producers? So I, I guess what you, you really need to know what they're doing, you know, if they're just saying, oh, well, we're drilling, you know, for wells, well, you need to know where are they drilling you know, what type of wells and, and it, is that all they're doing? It, you know, do they own the wells? Are they just drilling for the wells? Are they operating the wells? So you, you need to go in and you really need to ask like every aspect of their operation and not just say, Hey, we're in the oil and gas industry. Right. So you're looking for a really detailed, detailed description. Thing. Yeah, that's definitely makes perfect sense. Now, as agents are working on these types of accounts, I'm assuming it's extremely important that they call you first. (laughs) (laughs) That always helps. They can call um, because there's, you know, different apps that need to be completed. And I I know most people just want to do the Accord apps, but there are specialty apps that need to be completed for this. Makes Um, perfect sense. Yeah. Definitely. There's more detail to uh, more detail to gather than what an accord's going to do. Um, what about safety programs for some of these companies? Have you seen them have detailed, really descriptive safety programs? And does lo- that help? So the larger ones do, and that really helps. Um, and the smaller ones generally don't. And if they've had a lot of losses, if you could find out what they've done to mitigate the losses, you know, to mm-hmm. make sure that whatever happened doesn't happen again, that would be great. But yeah, safety programs, always key. Right. All right. Anything else you want to share with agents? You know, you're an open door. You are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, just call. uh, And and we can talk about it again. I know I'm going to get off this uh, podcast, and I'm going to say, "Oh crap, we can't do that." I should have mm-hmm. told Nicole that, but um, <laughs> right now it's not hitting me straight in the face. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. You're allowed to. You're allowed to think on that. No problem okay. there. But you know, I I love that you are so open to share your information and to help our agents as they're working with prospects on these types of accounts. It's just so important. Not only the relationship you have with carriers, like you go to bat for our people. You really do. You sell the account to the carrier and to the underwriter that you have a relationship with there. You know, I, I love that you do that, but the relationship with you and the agent is also such a critical piece in this puzzle. So if they can help me tell a good story, that's always, that's always best. Like on these type of accounts, just to say, please see attached and quote that. Yeah, it doesn't help. Um, That's why sometimes a phone calls better just to explain it. 
Definitely. And Linda, you're so fun to talk to. So guys, don't be afraid of her. <laughs> well, all, all kidding aside, I know when I first got into the industry and I would be calling on underwriters to talk about a risk, I would be like sweating bullets because like these people have been in their seat with all of this experience more than I've been on this earth. And it used to give me the shakes. It really did. Our agents don't have to be like that. You're obviously here to help them. So I sure am. For sure. All right, Linda, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Have a great day. 